I'm Maureen Bellatori, and this is Spilled Salt, a podcast on the thrills and spills from the food, beverage, and agriculture industries. Today's guest is Mark Samuel from I1 Organics, and this is a very fast-paced, very high-energy conversation uh, where we talk about his products and sort of what uh, came to launch I1 Organics in the first place over the la- and his growth over the last seven years, as well as a lot of the things that he's personally passionate about. And so that includes not only uh, health and wellness, but also like really bringing people forward. And he's a really big motivator and wants people to truly live a better, healthier life, not only in what they eat and what they're putting in their body and, you know, movement and everything like that, but also from a mental standpoint in terms of um, mental health as well. So today's conversation is about I1 and Mark's path to entrepreneurship over the last seven years. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Great. So I'd love to start with a baseline of your experience here for listeners. Can you talk through your work history for us? Sure. Um, I've been doing my own thing, I guess is what they say, uh, for about 20 years. Um, I've been in, in different verticals uh, from service related to consumer goods, uh, which I'm in now. Uh, so fast forward, it's probably the best thing to do. Uh, I have... Uh, <laughs> I'm the founder of I1 Organics. We are a snack company. Uh, we're based in the Bay Area of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make extruded snacks, um, puffed sticks, and a brand new product, uh, a popped chip uh, that is organic. Uh, it's made with green peas, so it's a bit higher in protein. Um, and they are just um, great tasting, as many would say. Uh, great <laughs> flavors, uh, very craveable. And so that's what we're doing. That's great. Can you define for our audience extruded snacks? What does sure. it mean to be extruded? Extruded snacks would be things like puffs. That's what people would recognize. So if they've ever had some sort of puff snack product, um, that's what we do uh, for our core line, which is our puffs and our sticks product. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so you did the one, two, skip a few 99 today, <laughs> but I want I want to go back to one of the things I saw in your work history is you spent some time doing at a capital investment company, is that right? Uh, We did, early in my career, I did uh, real estate finance. Mm, Okay. So how has that experience contributed to, like, do you you bring on funding for Iwan Organics? Have you brought in outside funders? Yeah, we we raise capital, but that's completely different. Uh, Those those are two different types of of things. Um, I would say that uh, if, if we're talking about the type of business as far as service related, so Earlier in my career, I was in more of a service-related business. That's sort of your trading, your your your, mm-hmm. your you know sort of services for money. Um, I enjoy that as far as I think that that's a better business plan um, than service-based what... compared to a product. Correct. Mm. Correct. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm re- I really do uh, believe in service-related businesses as far as um, not only not only having no limitations, but you 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 aren't as tethered to a requirement to raise capital and things of that nature. So that's right. The, to me, that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. And so tell me a little bit about what that experience has been like raising capital for Iwan. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> it sucks. I, I um, if, if you know, as they say, like if I could do it again, it, it you 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 learn a lot when you're when you raise capital for a business, uh, depending on who you raise it from, which is a key mm-hmm. piece, right? Um, it it creates stressors that, of course, are not not there, you know, in, in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. and depending again on who's on that cap table and 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 what's really you know going on and you know it could it could really cause the business and your decisions to go in directions that you weren't intending now mm. for us it, it hasn't really been like that because we have not taken in what i'd consider outside capital meaning private equity or vc type money where where there's you know a guy or gal who's really trying to pull the strings and the like um it's people mm-hmm. i know um, but with mm-hmm. that said, that that latter comment also creates stressors. You have people that you know mm-hmm. um, who you are trying to do your best, you know, right. to make sure that they get their capital back um, mm-hmm. and and more more if possible. Um, but um, business is tough, so uh, you can only imagine, you know, you know what happens in those types of situations. Right. And so what kind of advice do you have for CPG brands that are out there fundraising in terms of how to find the right partner if they don't have folks that they know that they can go to to seek the capital they need? Well, today's environment is very different than it was when I first got into it, um, mm-hmm. as, as many know. I mean, in all, every, you know, all types of verticals, um, cash is limited. Um, and again, you, you hear of, of funds that are, that are being raised and the like, but they're being very tight. So existing, mm-hmm. you know, existing money sources and or newer ones that are coming in the pipe, um, they're being very, very careful about where they're deploying capital uh, and, and rightfully so. Our mm-hmm. our market, this this consumer market, as far as consumer goods market, as far as food and beverage, it's a very difficult business. Yeah, and right. What, what many have come to realize is it's it's there. There are there are far fewer exits that are going to happen than maybe what they had expected some years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you you know, what, 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 what happens, you know, in, in those situations is, is exactly how I described it. It's very, it's difficult to get capital um, and you need to become very resourceful uh, with how you operate yourself and your business. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I think is a good practice, no matter what, right. Fundraising or not, it's, it's important to make sure that you have efficiency in the mindset, right, that you're focused on paying attention to what the consumer is looking for and that kind of thing. Yeah, I, again, I, I really like that word. I, I toss it out a lot more now. It's about being resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like what resources. No, 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 resourceful. Like, right. do you know, do you know how to pick up a rock that is, that, you know, that was over there and there's one over there and there's one down here and the, that's that's what yeah. I, you you have to be very creative and you have to um, you have to really work, you know, yeah. work, work, uh, you know, and not in the not in the common sense that most would be thinking when that, you know, when I describe it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And strategic right in in being resourceful, right, of not only being able to see those rocks or those opportunities and those resources that are around you, but understanding which ones to leverage, how and when, you know, for the trajectory of growth that you're looking to achieve. Yeah. You, you also have to be, you have to be aware of time in, in these circumstances mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and that's why, mm-hmm. again, the, the word could be sort of loose in, in how somebody interprets it. But I mean, even in today's environment, yeah. like 
you know, somebody would be like, well, I just want to talk to as many people. And I want to, this guy over here saying, and this woman over here is a lot of it's bullshit. I, I mean, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I, I mean, I can sniff that stuff out, you know, within the first few minutes of a phone call. And I don't, I don't say in a bad way. I'm just, mm -hmm. I, I, I just go, the, the last, this, I think is a good point case. Um, um, the last call that I had with a potential investor, I said it out at the beginning. You have money. That's how I talk, <laughs> by the way. I, I, I know it is what it is. Do yeah. you have money? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, it, it, they're like, well, what is he? You know, you know what I mean? It's, it, right. it sounds fun because right. there's a lot of folks today that are fishing. Mm -hmm. And um, some of them do not have the capital that, that they claim to have. Some, some of them don't even claim to have it. Mm -hmm. They're trying to work deals, mm -hmm. you know, in, in down markets like this, people get really sharky. I don't say, mm -hmm. I, and when I say stuff like this, I don't even say it in a bad way. It's just, you have to be very careful. So right. going back to that original word about resourceful, like, well, what you got to be mm -hmm. resourceful with your own time too, because mm -hmm. you don't want to waste it. So, yeah. um, you know, also it could go down a, a hole that, that you just should not have gone down. And next thing you know, you're three weeks into something that's... <laughs> going to be painful at the end. Anyway, so you understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And just for the, for the sake of elaborating on that a little bit more for the listeners today, I think what you're referring to and, and feel free to add to this is you don't want to have a conversation that is not going to get you the output that you're looking for, which, which is the capital investment. Right. And you also don't want to be taken advantage of in terms of people listening to your pitch to take it to another potential, you know, company that's trying to, get their money or resources or, or whatever it is in a way that is not benefiting you, right? We're trying to take your idea or your approach to someone else. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of murky shit going on. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could, I could list it. I could list it, but sure. That's like two of 90. Yeah. Right? Um, there, you just gotta be, you just gotta be very self-aware and, mm -hmm. you know, I, again, I don't like being so, sort of ambiguous, you know, but in general, it's tough, but, but th those that know, know, I, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you extract whatever you want from what I'm saying and, you know, reach out to me if you want me to, to, to give you some pain points. Um, you just got to be careful. Yeah. Yep. Great advice. Um, so you recently made some changes to your product packaging. Can you talk about that a little bit? Big. Yeah, we're doing it right now. So we haven't really gotten our first sweep of it yet. It's because it's kind of a long process when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. We did get to do it with the new innovation, which I spoke of, which is this crisp product. It's a it's a new popped chip that we just had developed. And luckily, upon our brand change, as far as packaging, we had made it for that. So on first run, first production mm -hmm. run, it was already there. So that when people see that, they go, oh, is that what that, that's what everything's going to look like? And it is. Gotcha. Um, and out the gate already, we we're already getting amazing, amazing feedback. So we, I'll, I'll just shorten it for you. We are, we had an original design from, from when we started, just, I'd almost say template, like what we yeah, look right. like from afar, you'd be like, okay, that's I one. And, um, and about two and a half years ago, two years ago, when I saw the market turning, I got kind of panicky. Um, and I said, oh my gosh. And, and, and mind be, we were not declining anywhere. We were slowly mm -hmm. growing. We've never been really capitalized. 
Uh, we've always had to do a slow growth. We could never really put the foot on the gas. So, so we, we never really had a problem. Um, we had places of course that didn't work in, you know, some that did, but like, we never were like declining in a retailer. Mm -hmm. And I just got, I, you know, I just got as neurotic as you can imagine, uh, which is, which is, which rifles through me sometimes. And I said, we got to do a packaging change. We got to do a packaging change. This is going to be, we got, and we did, and we went drastic. I, I, I wanted to do a color block. So we went all red mm-hmm. and it was a really bad move. It mm. was really stupid. I, 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 I like to plainly, so people could stupid. Yeah. Um, it was my decision. Mm-hmm. I take ownership, mm-hmm. uh, my responsibility, uh, my, my fault. Uh, and what we learned was that that had created some, not only flatness in our sales, but even some declines in some areas. It was not, uh, it was not a representation of who we are. It was not a representation of our product line. The fact that we are a flavor first product, which everybody knows us for mm-hmm. and people, and our consumers and customers and new customers did not like it. Fast forward. I know that and we our new change back to sort of our original model with a with a, even a gear up from it is where we're supposed to be because I am blessed and lucky to have some friends in the industry mm-hmm. and some of them do exactly that. And I never I never had asked them or paid for or got mm. feedback on this packaging change which mm-hmm. everybody should do. Mm-hmm. Everybody should invest in it. Everybody should be careful with what they're doing and putting on shelf. Um, and we luckily got this uh, on uh, on a courtesy, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, we have no money. Uh, and, uh, and we're very excited about it. So that's what I could tell you. So I want to go back, though, to you said... You were not declining in real in retailers, but you wanted to make a change. Why did you want to make a change? I thought that if we just went for it, you know, and ev- again, everybody's going to have a different version of what that even means. Yeah. Just go do something totally drastic. Oh, I want to own a color. Like um, it, the best reference would be something like hippies. If you were to, which some people don't even know who they are, but they're a big salty snack mm, yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, bright yellow bag. Yellow, yep, yep. yellow. It, so it was mm-hmm. more of a plan then. It wasn't like, let's mm. do some hippie stuff. It was more like, they, that works. I think that's what we should do. Let's do red. I love red. Go Niners. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> and they're so. The only, they're the only ones winning with red. Let's put it that way, okay? <laughs> so, so, uh, and Target. By the way, and Target, so I'm a anyway. big Target fan, too. and Target. Okay, fine. Um, so, so you get it. So that's what we did, and it and it and it didn't work. And and we got mm-hmm. data. It wasn't like oh, because of the data. No, we went and got we went and got some 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 real data and some focus groups. Mm, I had okay. it, again some friends in the industry went and did this for us. Yeah, by God's grace, mm-hmm. and um, not only pulled the data of what what had happened with that packaging change and that specific packaging, but okay, what if we change it to this? Yeah, right. And and they're like, go mm-hmm. now. And so we're doing it and it's, gonna, yeah. you know, I just hope we make it there. I, I'm always very upfront. It's very tough right now. And and mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's gonna happen in a month or two months or five months. Like uh, it's, it's, that, it's that tight. Right, but you feel good about the focus groups that you did for the for the new iteration of packaging that you're now working on and will soon launch 
for all products. I am 100% certain that when this goes on shelf, we will see an improvement in velocity across the board. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that we, we work with startups of many sizes, you know, like very, very small, just initial starting out, like help me understand what to do to, you know, more advanced scaling brands. And so one of the things that I often tell very early stage startup CPGs is go to the farmer's market for the exact reason that you were just explaining, right? Not everybody has friends with resources to be able to put packaging in front of focus groups, but you can go to the farmer's market. You can talk to your customer. You can understand who's buying the product. You can ask them questions, engage with them, see who's coming back again and again. Right. And it's an excellent opportunity to get some of that feedback. If you don't have the resources to put a focus group together. Well said. So, um, (laughs) good. Yeah. Glad you, glad you subscribed to that. So let's talk more about scaling a CPG brand, you're in quite a few retail doors at this point, right? Can you talk a little bit about like kind of day one to your distribution now and the doors that you're in? Sure. Um, Day one, we were really lucky, which is seven years ago, we were really lucky that we were able to launch in what I'd consider to be a a key retailer, you Mm -hmm. know, one with multiple doors. I wouldn't say that you should do this. I'm just saying this is what happened to us. Yeah. Because we are uh, we we tout protein on our products because yep. we have a higher level than most in the, our salty snack category because of not just the legumes that we use in the products but also we we do put in a little bit more protein uh, pea protein in the like. Mm-hmm. Um we were able to go to nutrition supplement. I had background my, my background's in wellness. Everybody knows me as a health and wellness enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um and so I had some connections in there. So we had a connection to Vitamin Shop. And we were able to launch our first product, which is a pro- was a protein chip. We don't have that product anymore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. Shout out. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and so um, that's how we launched. And I cut the teeth. I don't know why I'm saying these t- 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 cliche. I don't like that. Who says that? <laughs> anyway, we did. I cut my teeth is what they say. Huh? Yeah. Who says that? You Okay. Anyway. Uh, you know, and, and, and what does it look like to get into retail? And what does it mean? What's the margin we need? What is distribution? How do you move those trucks? Like, I love, mm-hmm. I'm big on just, you got to get in, get your, you know, get hands dirty and like right. learn. That's what we did. So mm-hmm. from there, I then, okay. We how many doors, on before you continue, how many doors was that vitamin shop? There's 700, 800 of them. Right. So it was, yep. it was like, wow, we got to, you know, I don't remember what the. <laughs> hundred thousand dollars. It was like, Oh my God, we're going to do this. You know, uh, your product is like mediocre. I was like, it's okay. We're going to, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. You thought it could be good enough to go. Right. But you have to launch, especially your first product has to be flavor first. Yeah. You gotta have, I would, so when going, you gotta have a good product. I'm kind of being funny when I say that the product was pretty good. I say pretty good, and the reason I could, I, I could, I was doing a comparison at that time was there were there weren't a lot of savory protein snacks, mm-hmm. and ours wasn't like hugely elevated, mm-hmm. uh, like it was half the protein of let's say Quest at the time. But this is a good comparison. Quest had just launched their protein chip, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm saying I'm just being very honest here. Yeah, I think they would probably admit it. I don't know. But their original protein chip was not good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go back and, and, and sort of look at all the social hit they got. Because remember, their business was in bars and they had a tremendous business. Hmm. I'm a fan. I, I remember them first booth they ever had. I know some of those guys. I'm still a fan of them. I don't consume that stuff because I don't eat that way. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the brand is great. Anyway, the point was we only needed to be good right. at that point. I'm like, we just need to be better than shit. Yeah, Let's right. Let's go. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so that's what we did. But I I would never recommend that. If mm. you're in food and beverage, any consumer product, but let's just stay here. Mm-hmm. It's got to be fucking amazing. Right. And not your mommy says it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Your mommy always tells you things are amazing. My mom does. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's, I have a Jewish mother. She comes kind of hard on me sometimes. But anyway, that's a whole separate story. <laughs> we can talk about offline. Um, the point is you understand it's gotta be amazing. So, right. so anybody's going to do, don't, 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 don't do mediocre. It's not, 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 not fair to you. Yep. So then vitamin oh, shop, so you start figuring it out, doing a little distribution. Okay. What's this whole UNFI thing? What's mm-hmm. key? What does distribution mean? Okay. Can we get into a regional? Let's do, well, what's, who's our customer? Let's do pro- oh, product market. But you start all these things. What, what does that mean? Oh, it means like, who's your customer? Let's see if they like it. We, our customer eventually is, it sort of grew. And then we, we got rid of that chips and we, we did this extrusion, which is the puffs and sticks that people know us for, mm-hmm. which what it was an, um, is, is, and was from day one. I'm like, this is the horse. People love this. I would mm-hmm. be at my kids' soccer games. I would have people unsolicited commentary. That's by the way, that's a big one. You know, you ask yeah. them, have a mommy come up to you. I don't know why you keep saying mommy. It's, it sounds like what, I'm 40, 40 years old. Let's get ready. Let's get back to this. Well, you I know got, you're a big dad guy, right? You're I'm a big, big family guy, guy, you know. I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just so, so, such a pansy. The, the thing is, it, when you have other parents that are, walk up and unsolicited say, I just want you to know yeah, your snacks, like that's where you're like, I got something. I know I have something. The other big one is, which is important for people. The reason I like uh, uh, online uh, uh, platforms like an Amazon, mm-hmm. go get your first hundred reviews. Remember mm-hmm. back in the day, you'd have your like your homies on Amazon, right. like doing, they don't do that. Right. You know, so, so, so go get a hundred random folks to tell you whether or not your product sucks. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I we have like 4.5.1. You have those numbers. You're like, I got some. Anyway, mm-hmm. we grew, grew. You start putting together. Okay, Wegmans. Okay, that good. That works. Okay, Whole Foods. How do we get into Whole Foods? I want to pitch slam mm-hmm. by God's grace. Mm-hmm. Then we got into one region. Da, da, da. Now we're in five. Um, but so you start putting Kroger. We had got out east. We're not in Kroger anymore. This is just the reality mm-hmm. of our business. This mm-hmm. is why. Number one, we were always, always undercapitalized. Mm. We couldn't fill at some point. We were starting to lose some of that, you know, some of that re- relationship. Yeah, right. Always, that's number one. Number two is what we've defined is we may not be a quote unquote conventional type product, true conventional. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking about Kroger East, mm-hmm. those are, you know, right? Yep. We may not fit there and that's okay. Learn yeah. it early or don't go in and, and support and invest in, in those types of partnerships because mm-hmm. you're not going to win over there. Right. So that's, that's what we've done over this period of time. And, you know, yep. you win some, you lose some. 
That's right. And so how have, what is your, is it just velocity? Like what's your benchmark of success when you consider, you know, like a retailer and whether you're finding success in there or not, or you know whether they're worth going after or not, what's your determination on that? Velocity. It's all, it's the only thing. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you're in the, if you're in store, it's all velocity is right. the product moving and where out of the number of, of other products do you sit? Mm -hmm. Admittingly, I always said this from day one, especially being an undercapitalized consumer goods company. I just wanted to be in the middle. Yeah. I wanted to have two, two, two or three things attached to, to who we were. One is I wanted them to have a good relationship with us. If that meant a good relationship with Mark, like, hey, I like that dude. You know, he seems pretty, pretty nice. That's, hey, I'm, hey, let's do that one. Right. One. Number two, is the product good and differentiated in some way? Mm -hmm. Like in our case, we, we are. I mean, mm -hmm. you're talking legumes, better for you, organic, right. higher in protein, and what? Tastes it amazing? tastes good, right, exactly. Two. Three is going to be the velocity piece. Mm -hmm. So do you at least just sort of sit in the middle? You don't want to be on the bottom third. What mm -hmm. happens to the bottom third? When it comes reset time, you're right. out. Mm -hmm. So that's it. I just wanted to sort of stay in the middle. So that's mm -hmm. what you'd look for. And then as far as new retailers, if you yep. don't, hey, I don't know what our velocity is going to be. You kind of do by that time because who is the customer that's walking in that store? Right. Do they look like the other ones that you're, you know, that you're doing well at, or right. do they look like the ones that you suck at? Mm -hmm. As, you know, again, depending right. on your price point or what are your offering and what is your, you know, all yep. those other things. So, yep, exactly. Right. Like I know you're in Walmart, right. And Costco, you're not we in were, Walmart. We were, that's another one. So we were in Walmart. Uh-huh. That one was a different story. Again, we weren't, we didn't have a big face and we had two skews mm -hmm. for a while and all that stuff. We got into a price thing with them. Mm -hmm. It was at this time that we had to do price ups and stuff like that. So some mm -hmm. relationships don't work because it's not a fair partnership. Nothing wrong with Walmart. Shout right. out to Walmart, whatever. We're, we're trying to make money. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can't be like everybody else who's burning a shit ton of money every month. I can't, I don't, I don't have any more runway, you know? Right. So I, I subscribe to that philo that philosophy too, that it's not a race to the bottom. It's got to work. It has to work. Yeah. A race to the bottom, <laughs> race to the bottom, race to the bottom doesn't work. Most, most of this doesn't work just in general. Yeah. Right. So, right. So, you mm -hmm. know, it shouldn't be this new wave of, well, we got to be profitable. We were starting to do that a while ago, you know, mm -hmm. before all this, like, Hey, we got to have good margin. Is it kicking off margin? Is there contribution mark? Like, is it, is this real? Or are we just like basically putting a $20 bill attached to every case right. that gets shipped out? If you right. do that, your business sucks. Yeah. I mean, it, it just does. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm, I don't mean to like hurt people's feelings and stuff, you know? I hurt no, my but I think it's, it's an important perspective too, right? Because also people see stories of like liquid death and AG1, right? That had just massive, massive marketing budgets behind them to push the consumer purchase, right? But in spite of the bottom line, not in support of the bottom line. Like I recall when, when liquid death announced that they had like what a 700 million dollar valuation and they were upside down right so it's like what are you really working toward are you trying to build the next we work right that's all smoke and mirrors or are you really trying to grow an actual business that 
you know, is doing something meaningful? Um, I, 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 I don't usually do this. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just give a general comment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, I like, I, I, to be fair, like I like a, a liquid death. I'm not a consumer, um, but I know, um, you know, I kind of follow that, that guy, Mike, I think he's a talent. I think he is, um, his, the team that he has built mm -hmm. is a talent, uh, above and beyond most in our industry. Mm -hmm. So I want to be fair to, in the general, that's a brand like, like if, although, although it could be said, cause everybody would have different opinions. Mm -hmm. you know, they, some are like, Oh, that's the, they got all this money. I don't really do it like that. I, I, it is what it is, mm -hmm. right? Somebody's got a rich uncle. Somebody doesn't have this. Somebody's good. This guy wants to go. Right. I, yo, da, 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 da. this person used to is a, a Harvard alum, so he's he's got a bunch of banking buddies. I don't really right. give a shit. Right. It is what it is. Yep. That's life, folks. Mm -hmm. So in in their case, I actually think they're one of only a few handful of real brands. Mm -hmm. Can it carry on past like if, if they were to IPO, which I think they probably will because they're going to need a shit ton of money to keep right. this up, which is all good. Yeah. Does it carry on for 20 years? I have no idea. Right. I don't even care. Right. The point is everybody has their own situation. It's whatever's in their hands. So I know mine. That's the only one I really care about. Mm hmm. Right. You know? Yep. Yep. So, and I'm, so, hey, I'm not knocking the, the I know, I, brilliant I brand, I, you know, very smart marketing tactic. But I think where the challenge comes in is that people have to understand that that was a very different business model. Very different business model. There's a right? lot of those, though. I, yes. I could I, I in my back pocket, I know I know the story of a lot of folks. And that's just I've been privy because I'm in the circle, you know, like right. people give me the info and yeah. I keep it very, I don't like to, I get worried about talking to anybody, but I, <laughs> there's some really murky shit that goes on in, yeah. in, this, in this business. And um, I, I always like to follow that up with, but so did it happens in every vertical. Right. Totally. Absolutely. You know, you know except Billy's, except Billy's uh, um, landscaping. See, that's why I go back to the sir. Billy's yeah. landscaping is freaking amazing. And so is Jimmy's landscaping and Susie's yeah, right. landscaping. Those right. are real businesses. Yeah. Those are those are built on just a very simple unit yep. economic. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Hey, I walked up to 196 Peter Street and I got them to give me the job every week for mm -hmm. 200 bucks to mow their lawn. Yep. Do that 25 times. And what if, okay, my expenses, I right. got it. Thank you. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Something to be said for that. Yes, totally. You are clearly a fierce advocate for wellness, both physical wellness and mental health. Can you talk a bit about that passion and some of the things that you're doing too, like you do dads and CPG, the feel good wellness challenge. Talk about that a little bit. Cause I think the, the mental health aspect is a unique differentiator. Um, yes. Thank you. Um, I am, I've developed and, and am developing what I consider a health and wellness platform. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know that that's what was happening. Like on LinkedIn, like I was originally just talking about my experience and in and, 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 and business and these things I did. I started writing on there about five years ago. I've, I've done it every day since. And it, it goes all over the place, though. But now people who follow me or are connected with me, they know sort of where I go. And one of the big ones mm -hmm. to me is health and wellness. Mm -hmm. I've always subscribed to a, a wellness lifestyle 
Um, and I've only now stepped that up even further over the last few years. And, um, and I talk about it openly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, I, I love it. I, I love, I just got off a call with some, uh, with another gentleman. I love health and wellness and what it does for us. Mm-hmm. And I love to help people and that's it. And so what I realized was I got to do something about it. I might have these small product product or projects on the side. Yep. I did a cold plunge thing, uh, but this health, this wellness uh, platform that I have called feel good uh, wellness program is for men. I just developed, started it. I've already got guys in it and it's a program for, for guys who are looking to level up their health. Mm-hmm. And it's something I can help with. So we, we, it's, we talk about nutrition and, and exercise, but it's more than that. We're in a private group. We're in a private setting. We can chat. They can talk to me every day about certain things. And it's about just leveling up. Because mm-hmm. what I noticed was over many years, but really now honing in on that and talking to men, we, we're all dealing with some shit, right? Yeah, so no doubt. Women are too. Women are too. But this is where I could really help being a dad. I understand and, um, and uh, men, we, we're, we're like, we're, we're, we're these like sensitive, but we don't want to be sensitive right. creatures. And we're, we don't know what, should we tell somebody that or, and I want to get rid of all that. I want to get mm-hmm. those layers off. And if we have to do that in a private setting, I'm totally down with that. Um, I just, I'm very excited about it, as you can imagine. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. And I just, I started my first newsletter. I do in a weekly health uh, newsletter that just went out. I've got 2000 people on there already. Good like, for you. I'm like, I'm like, this could be something freaking amazing. Yeah. Right. And so that's what I'm doing. I think the other thing that's, that's, and you've talked about this before on LinkedIn, um, that it's about following what you're passionate about. Right. And sort of just leaning into what you're this platform that you're building, you created because you were passionate about it, you were and are right. And that that's what led you to want to build it. And so you're building it. And then if it later becomes a bigger thing, cool. And if not, and you're still just doing it because you want to support people that, you know, you think you can help then great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. yes. It's, um, I call it running towards your light. Mm. And I, I don't, I, it's, it's a mixture of all these things, but I could just tell you, it's actually was what I wrote about this morning. I feel pretty fucking good. Um, and I, I just want to share that with other people because yeah. I am, I am you I'm this. I'm, I've been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still, and, and it's not easy. Like I, I deal with so much stuff. But I can just tell you of these things that I've been doing daily. Yes, I'm, I'm probably more disciplined than most, but we can mm-hmm. practice it and maybe practice it together. Yeah. I, I just, you know, no alcohol and eat well and movement and mm-hmm. get outside and get good sleep, like things that we can all do. And I just want more of us to do it more often mm-hmm. because we're going in the wrong direction. You ever seen these charts before? They're yeah. really bad. Right. They're bad. And it's because we're so full of shit. I, I don't know of another way. We're, we, we fucking lie to ourselves yeah, all right. the time. Yeah. I'm sorry for uh, anybody who needs to bleep those out. It's just, <laughs> uh, I'm very, I'm very passionate about it. I, I just, I'm just, I just want us to stop with that. 
-hmm. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard. But the only reason I'm able to talk on it through experience is because I've also done the reverse. I've gotten in my own way my entire right. adult life. Yep. Through the drinking and the this. You can you imagine? Look at me right now. I'm I'm sober for how uh, longer than. Can you imagine me when I drank? <laughs> anyway, so just so people know, I get it. I just want us to all come together and support one another and do, yeah. do this thing. That's so that's what, you know. Yeah, that's great. Running toward your light. I call it the pursuit of interesting. You know, yes. kind of following that. What is driving you? What is sort of inkling to you from one direction or another? Future. So this is my last question and then we're done. Yep. Future, next steps, what's happening? What what can people look for from you for the immediate future? New packaging on shelf, more promotional posts about what you've got going on and what's driving you on LinkedIn. What else? Uh, the, the core one is I won. Like I really want I won to work. I, mm -hmm. It's 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 you know it's something that we started and I want it. I want to take it to the promised land. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm praying that we can get there. You know we need some working capital stuff and, and just get through this year is how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to do these health and wellness, which which again this because we're by the way we're moving to no we have do no seed oils. So it was the last thing mm. that I needed to do because I don't believe in them. And so our crisps are no seed oils, but we're moving our sticks and puffs there in it, 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 by the end of Q1. Mm -hmm. So so it's big. Like I, yeah. it, it is to me. This is a health and wellness platform and one I can really push. The other stuff I'm doing is this men's group, um, and I'm very excited about building it. Some newsletter stuff, just bringing a community together. And then there are a couple health-related consumer products I'm just doing because I could not that get you're going to launch. I could not get rid of the itch, but they're just They're small projects, just like the cold plunge was. I do it kind of at night for like an hour. It's it's an itch. I have to do it. You're going to see it. It's fun stuff. Anyway, that's very it. cool. So the cold plunge that Mark is talking about is feel good cold plunge. He launched a, a hyper small like cold plunge product. Simple, it's like a blow up tank, right? Simple. Yeah, yeah for your backyard. Um, I am highly intrigued by cold plunge. I haven't gotten myself into the water yet, but I am on the curious Fine. side. Start with showers. You're good. Yeah, good to know. Thank you. This was fantastic for everybody listening. If you're not already following Mark on LinkedIn, uh, you should go do that. He brings all of this personality and energy to his daily posts on that platform, and you'll be inspired, if, if nothing else. Thank you for listening to Spilled Salt. I'm Maureen Bellatori. For more information about the podcast, visit www.agency-29.com. If you have questions for me or you'd like to recommend a guest for a future episode, you can send a message using the contact form on the website. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss a